The end of your wrestling week is here, and it's time once again for WrestleGeddon. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Chris the Heat Matthews, and he's the king of the evening gown matches, Garrett G. Money Mun. And you all know him. He's the man who pops up like an unwanted direction to Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. What is going on, fellas? Hello, e- my children. E- evening gown <laughs> matches. Evening gown matches. You don't remember those, do you? I love me an evening gown. Those are uh, the pre the uh, pre bra and panties matches. Ah, they were called evening gown matches. So you had to. I mean, rip off evening your gown is pretty nice gown. when you want to when you want to go free balling. <laughs> evening gown and tuxedo matches. <laughs> 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 Gotta love it. Now I'm free. Free, free balling. That's all I ever say when I hear that song. <laughs> uh, that should be the only thing anyone ever says when they hear that song. It could be, be free basin. Free basin. Free basin. <laughs> or pre gaming. Yeah, some cocaine. Drop it in some water. Gonna <laughs> 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 make a crack rock. Now I'm free. <laughs> I'm free, Mason. <laughs> oh, awesome. Are you a Freemason? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Freemason. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so from our musical talent, let's head over to the random band entrance theme. Gonna have myself. Who the hell is on so random? Fuck sake. All right, the last week it was um that was the last week. It was something weird. What was last week's? Uh, tool, 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 yeah, tool, yeah, something weird. So, uh, this week we got Akon. Yep. Um, I couldn't remember a single Akon song. Oh <laughs> right. god. So I had to look it we up, but um, I uh, I did I look it up, and I went with Smack That. <laughs> Smack That on the floor. Smack That. <laughs> And see, see, that's the edited version. See, the real version is smack that ass all on the floor. Smack that ass, give me so bold. <laughs> what you got, Garrett? I actually picked the same song. I didn't think this was going to happen. You picked smack, you picked that, smack that? that? I did. <laughs> oh, my God. I had picked that before. <laughs> awesome. What do you got, Carl? What do I got? The yeah. the real song. Oh god. That y'all should have went with Smack That? No. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Garrett, you know? Uh I hope so. Well let, let's hear your vocals. No, I was trying to see if do you know the song? I might know the song, but you gotta tell me the song. I gotta tell you the song. I see you winding and grinding up on the yep. floor. I know you see 
Looking at you and you already know I want to fuck you. you. <laughs> already know. I want to fuck you. And so what, it, so what it's doing is it's fucking fearing my opponents. Because I'm going to be, fuck them. I'm going to be, since we're doing convict music, I'm going to be a convict. <laughs> I will come um, out with a bar of soap. Um, <laughs> Nails 2.0. I'm I'm gonna come out with a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's high like Val Venus. <laughs> like what? what are you... It's gotta be soap on a rope though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because the song is I wanna fuck you, Chris. <laughs> I know I'm just saying, because like inmates use soap on a rope. It. They don't use bar soap. Because they drop it, because that's the thing. You're supposed to use soap on the rope so you don't drop your soap. Yeah, but I'm going to just have a regular bar of soap and come out there and drop it in front of them. Like, you know, like a title. <laughs> mm, right in front of them. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, I'll probably should be getting uh, into the next, uh, the next entrance. It's going to be... <laughs> and guess who we got? Probably uh, my favorite, Lionel Richie. Nope, we got the Spice Rolling Girls. Stones. The Rolling Stones. Yeah. Nice. You got? I can get with that. I got it already. <laughs> <laughs> If you start me up, <laughs> no. Is this no. the song where Mick Jagger kisses somebody? No. <laughs> no, it's right. It's my favorite Rolling Stones song. So Garrett probably don't even know any Rolling Stones. It's like and it was, um, he's gonna come up. You don't have moves like Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one was um, redone by Guns N' Roses for the interview with the Vampire soundtrack. Oh, I know what it is. I'm not gonna say it because we gotta do it next week. So yeah. tune in next yeah. week, guys. So, there, so there's a little hint. So if you know your music trivia, uh, your music history, you'll know what the song is. <laughs> Just like you know, knuckle deep past the borderline from a couple weeks ago. <laughs> All right, Rolling Stones. All right, so before we get into the news, holy crap, do we have a lot of news? Actually, you know what? I think the news is going to take up quite a bit of our discussion this week. Um, so we're going to skip over what I had planned already. Um, we'll we'll move that to next week. Basically, like last week when we did the rank the uh, world champions, we're going to rank the mid card champions. But we'll save that for next week since we just. Since the, uh, Got a new mid-card title champion. Yeah, that too. <laughs> when are we um, going to do the, um, the dick sizes? Are we ranked, you know, <laughs> who has the bigger dick? John Cena? <laughs> or Roman? I don't know, but I hear John Cena eats a lot of dick. And you can't see it, so. <laughs> yep. yep. If, the, if there's a beach that has that's full of dicks, John Cena is going to eat all those dicks. Yep. 
Oh, awesome. All right, let's get in to the news. Let's hit these dirt sheets this week. Um, The biggest topic that everybody's talking about, Tony Khan's big announcement that he's been hyping up for two weeks. Finally, this kicks off the show, AEW this week. Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor. What? Really? Man, I heard he had purchased WWE. <laughs> hey, I thought he did, so uh, they got it wrong, Gary. Uh, Damn it. A little wrong. A little bit wrong. So here's my thing. Like, what exactly did he purchase for Ring of Honor? Because they don't have any contracted talent. So he basically got the brand, the tape library, and the titles. How much did he pay for it? I don't know, actually. Let me do some um, investigative Googling. I did, so, see that, I, mean, uh, I did see Vince McMahon was trying to buy Ring of Honor as well. I don't know if you guys know so that or not. The me- yeah, yeah. So the most valuable thing there is the media library. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, who... Uh, well... Forty million is what he paid. Forty million. Oh, that's a lot. Yep. For what he got. Tony Khan, you overpaid for that. Let me tell you. Well, the video library, did he or didn't he? The video library, because like we think about it, nobody should have got that. Should have been included with it. Yeah. When you're on when you're on Peacock. Well, I mean, uh, he does get like. Yeah, he he does have the media library. Um, he said he will immediately begin exploring opportunities to make ROH's video library available to fans who will have the opportunity to witness the beginnings of the careers of some of AEW's biggest stars. And that's the reason. Because if you think about it, nobody, one, nobody's watching wrestling that happened a year ago. When you get on Peacock and you watch wrestling, what do you normally watch? More stuff from like, like the 90s, 10, 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Ten plus years ago, you, you nobody's getting up there and like, oh, I want to watch WrestleMania from 2019. We just don't. Uh, so I hear that Tony Khan is trying to start a uh, like an app or a streaming service for AEW. AEW doesn't have an extensive catalog. No, but adding 20 years of Ring of Honor. Would, you get uh, that. gives them an amazing back catalog of not only TV shows, pay-per-views, um, all like the video documentary things that they've done about some of their talent. So there's um, yeah. quite a bit of uh, video, uh, quite a bit of history yeah. there. And then also think about, too, how much how much did Peacock pay for WWE's library? Now, don't get me wrong, WWE's library is like more expensive, but they paid, what, $2 billion or something like that? Oh shit! Hold on. This um, the deal includes ROH's video library, brand assets, intellectual properties, production equipment, and more, dating back to 2002, the start of the company. Yeah. So all those IPs that he's getting too, um, as far as like gimmicks and uh, pay-per-view names, all that stuff is included in that. Yeah, I mean, Ring of Honor didn't 
have like everybody's name. Like they, well, they wouldn't. They didn't yeah, they didn't. Like, yeah. But they let the talent use their usernames and stuff. They didn't trademark, really trademark anything like that, unless it was something that they um, came up with. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, you think about it, like, too, you keep Vince McMahon from getting it because, you know, you know. Yeah, because Vince already has AWA. Um, he's, got, he's got USWA on there, too. I think so. Um, Evolve ICW out of Scotland or the UK. So there's there's quite a bit of stuff that Vince has on top of WWE, WCW, ECW. Just those, you know, thousands and thousands of hours of content already. But even like if you added another 20 years of ring of honor content to that, like that's just like an insane amount of content yep. for that network. Yeah. And then plus, you know, you get some pretty good libraries too. And then yeah. if you think about it, who's AEW's two biggest stars kind of right now, uh, Brian Daniels, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, CM Punk. Yep. So of course you can't use their WWE stuff. So like if you're gonna if you have your own little network or streaming service and you want to offer the best of CM Punk or the best of um, Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson, you can even even on top of that too the best of Samoa Joe, and then you have all AJ Styles' Ring of Honor stuff in there too that you have access to. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. the same with Impact because anytime like someone would debut for WWE that was on impact. They would put out a best of, you know, Samoa Joe and impact or whatever. Samoa AJ, AJ styles and impact. Yep. That's insane. So that's awesome. But does, does that mean I AEW would love... has rights to Jonathan Gresham? As their world champion. Yeah. So we think about, you've got Jonathan Gresham, uh, the Briscoes, Brett Titus, um, Deanna Perrazzo, who's the current Ring of Honor World uh, Women's Champion. Yep. No. And then, um, yeah, Gresham Titus, Briscoes, Deanna Perrazzo. And then there should be the uh, Pure Champion, too. I can't remember who the Pure Champion is. Um, I can't think who it is either. Off top of my head. Yeah. But my big question is, are we still getting? Will Supercard of Honor officially be the last Ring of Honor show, or are we going to keep Ring of Honor as a separate brand? Um, I did see some stuff that Ring of Honor, that AEW, kind of wants to use Ring of Honor as a developmental brand, with kind of like NXT with the the AEW main roster guys, Eric Woods, uh, bouncing back, popping in and out. So. It would suck. The I, I think they need to keep it as a separate brand. I mean, yeah, use it as kind of like a developmental thing, but not strictly as that. Yeah. Because eventually you're going to want to transition like some of those guys to like Dynamite or Rampage or something to feature them a little bit more. Or if you're going to do something like that, like the guys you don't use a lot, like the ones we complain about need to be more on TV. Have them be on there. Yeah. Of some of some kind. Yep. Bring Brian Cage back. 
back for rank, for your ROH show. Yeah. If, if it was not. me, if it was me, with, if I was Tony Khan, right, what I would have did was, one, I would have bought it and not told everybody. <laughs> I mean, of course, I could all get it out there, but, you know, don't make it well-known. Don't make it known. Yeah. Because it's not like Vince buying WCW. This is absolutely nothing yeah. like that. Yeah, so, no. Like you, he bought a company that was restructuring to begin with, and had released all of its talent from their contracts. Yeah. I mean, that it's was basically like, out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like WCW that's still airing Nitro, like every week and still doing pay per views, and all of a sudden it's oh shit. Well, WCW just got bought by Vince McMahon. Like, what the yeah. hell is going on? But yeah. I even wouldn't have did it. I even wouldn't have did that. Like, if I was Tony Khan, I would just bought it. Kind of kept it on the that I bought it. Yeah, I would have called up William Regal and I'd be like, "Hey, man, I just bought this company. Uh, I, want Honor. I want you to run it as you would run like NXT or something else. I, I you know, I'll be cutting the checks and stuff for you, but I don't want to be involved in that. I just want to keep it separate. And then from time to time, if you feel like you have some talent that you want to develop, you can throw it to Ring Honor." Uh, just yeah. to kind of develop it a little bit and then bring them up. But I kind of miss, like, I or miss even, the old school. Or even the, the old school, too, like, instead of, instead of William Regal, why not Cody? Because Cody's got more of a tie to yeah. Ring of Honor than William Regal would. Well, one, Cody could be with WWE, may not be. We can discuss yeah. a little bit later. But, um, yeah. And, and then plus, I don't like the whole, like, uh, being a worker and managing the company, like get a, a guy yeah. to manage the company. That's not a talent. That's why I said William Regal. He did an excellent yeah. job with uh, NXT. You know, kind of built the brand that we all love. And I think he could run a company and give you that kind of grit that you want with a ring on or yeah, show. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but but my thing is is like I kind of miss. Like, this is the one thing that kind of sucks about WWE is, like, you know who the new people on WWE are always going to be. You know they're getting called up from NXT. So you already know the wrestler. You're in. I miss, like, the surprise guy, like, that comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, Glacier. Like, no, I ain't new <laughs> fucking Glacier. He came out of fucking nowhere. Oh, like, man. I Glacier. know I feel. They wasted so much money on that entrance for him to flop. Yeah. At least they found you know? a use for the snow. <laughs> hey, or Goldberg, like you know, what I'm saying, like just come out of fucking yeah. nowhere, and then yeah. you know, make, like that doesn't well, happen. Anymore. It's like well, that goes back be- to you know something that we talked about like a few weeks ago. Like the internet has kind of ruined professional wrestling, like as far but as like it, surprises it, for fans and stuff. So. But it don't have to though, but because WWE already ruined the surprise because we've seen them two or three years in NXT yeah. already. You know, it's like and they they only brought up NXT guys, so you knew like the next person left was an NXT guy. It's, now I know there's a few like celebrities in there like Ronda Rousey and stuff like that that didn't, yeah, you know, come through NXT, but everyone else did. Uh, so there was no surprises where like. Old school WWE or WWF, we call it WCW. DCW, you have people show up that you didn't know who they were. Now, Hook, he's kind of an anomaly on that. Like, he kind of showed up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, like, 
AEW is assigning old WWE guys, and uh, WWE is just bringing up people from NXT. So it's like no surprise. Yeah. It, and it, if you want to see a wrestler, that's what made the NXT good. It's because we had guys come up out of nowhere. Like I didn't know who a lot of those people were before they got to NXT. Because I, I mean, unlike Garrett, I wasn't able to watch every independent show ever produced. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it's like you see these guys like, you know, Swerve, which I didn't know was Killshot and Lucha Underground because of the mask until like someone said, yeah, you know, he was, you know, um, Shane Strickland, you know, he was, you know, Killshot. I was like, what? I was like, I loved Killshot. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, I know. All right. I've seen this guy wrestle. Like, you know, Grant, he had a mask on. So his style is still the same. Awesome. Like, I knew Prince Puma was Ricochet because the tattoos. Yep. Like, okay, cool. I know who, who I kind of know who Ricochet is. I've seen some stuff on him. Like, I haven't seen a lot. So I get introduced to him more as Prince Puma. Then he goes, leaves, able to get out of Lucha Underground, goes to NXT, and like a big buzz with him debuting in NXT. And it's like, okay, so he's wrestling more as himself. And then, like, all right, cool. You know, this dude's awesome. Like, yeah, and then like Keith Lee, like I knew Keith Lee from Ring of Honor because he teamed with um uh Shane Thorne. It was Keith Lee and Shane Thorne, they were tag team, and then mm-hmm. Keith Lee went and signed with Evolve, then went into WWE or NXT. So, but yeah, it's like these guys, so we just, know, uh, so we know Damian Priest, Punishment Martinez, yep, yep, same for, with uh Tommaso Ciampa. I know Ciampa from Ring of Honor too. Yeah, but you didn't know everybody. Like, no, not everybody. No, but like in the beginning, and I'm I'm not talking about like the later NXT. I'm talking about like the beginning of NXT. Like, did you know Bray Wyatt before NXT? No, no. Or but I I, I don't remember having that. that, uh, I do remember him being a part of the the NXT game show thing. Yeah, it was um Husky Harris. Yep, and then they, they rebranded him as the Bray Wyatt character after a little bit. Yeah, so, took him off uh, FCW TV for a while, rebranded him as Bray Wyatt, and then took off. Like created a lot of buzz, and I was yeah. like pissed because I did not have the uh, the um the access to see FCW or like the rebranding like the early NXT before the Wyatt family came up to WWE. And the same thing with um, Ambrose, like when he was wrestling in um, FCW NXT, those early, early ones, like feuding with like Mick Foley and um, some really good matches with William Regal, like prior to becoming NXT. So there's like a lot of stuff that, you know, you catch buzz on, but you don't know these guys before they debut if you didn't have the access to see them. Yeah. But WWE, you know every guy that they abused because you saw them, yeah. like I said, two or three years in NXT. You don't get that shock value of getting a new character. Like, remember when Kane debuted? Even though Ken was Glenn yeah. Jacobs. Like, we didn't know Glenn ja- like that was Glenn Jacobs. So when Kane debuted as a new character no one's ever seen before, who's this guy? That, that was, like, so exciting uh, mm-hmm. as a kid, you know. But we haven't had that in ages in wrestling because... Everybody wants no, to be these development or like 
Yeah, that too let one the, is. Let the indies develop people. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have a development organization. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to keep surprises anymore now, too, because people are so quick to jump on WWE and say, hey, this person's showing up in WWE or this person was backstage. They expect this person to debut at this time. But they don't do that with AEW, but they do it with WWE constantly. It's just, it's a pain in the ass. Um, what else are we talking? So with ROH, and then, you know, obviously, you know, them having access to the titles and the title holders, how soon till we get FTR and the Briscoes? Um, FTR is retired. FTR is not retired. They're retired. They're not retired. I'm telling you, they retired. I don't think, um, unless like the fans force them to, I don't think Tony Khan will have the Briscoes on uh, AEW. I think if he wants to make, if he's in the business of making money, he would have the Briscoes on AEW. Because not only are you, not only would people like clamoring to see the Briscoes versus FTR. Like, how many people wouldn't mind seeing the Briscoes take on the Young Bucks again? Or the Briscoes versus Red Dragon again? Like, there's so much money that's being set on the table with the tag team division. Um, with the Briscoes involved in that. Yeah, I mean, the Briscoes are money. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah, but I mean, he ain't signed him yet, and Briscoes not have a contract. Well, I really think with um the Briscoes defending those tag titles at Supercard of Honor, um, I think we're gonna, I think FTR is gonna get involved in that match somehow, either during the match or after the match. And I wouldn't be surprised if FTR, if uh, Briscoes retain at Supercard of Honor. I won't be surprised that the next defense is against FTR and FTR yeah. ends up winning the ROH tag titles. And let's go off on a tangent. Garrett, do you know the Briscoes versus the Hardys at a fucking big time wrestling show as a fucking main event? I saw that. Dude. Well, the winner of the Briscoes versus SAT. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. But still. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much going to be the Briscoes. Because why yeah. would you put, like, who the fuck is SAT? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why would you put that as your main event when you had the Briscoes and the Hardys on your on your card? So everyone, like, you should automatically know the Briscoes are beating SAT and will well, be main uh, eventing with the Hardys. <laughs> yeah, and Jay Lethal's supposed to be there, too, I think. Mm-hmm. Saw that pop up in my feed. And honestly, if you're Tony Khan, like, that's, that should already happen. Uh, you have Matt Hardy. Well, you know, signed Jeff Hardy too, like a couple weeks ago. So you had them well, sign. I, I don't think Jeff Hardy signed yet. I said he's. Oh, he hasn't signed. say he was going to AEW. Oh, I don't okay. think he's um signed anything yet. But even still, it's like. That well, I bet you he be... debuts this weekend. Yeah, but it's like you know what I'm saying. Like you should have. This should already been like you, Mister. Even if you don't want to sign the Briscoes to a deal, like say you don't want them in AEW long term, Mister Forbidden Door, fucking open that motherfucker and 
That's a match you should have had on AEW. That should have been a pay-per-view. You could have had it on this this week's pay-per-view. You know? Yep. But no, it's yep. happening It's happening at a, a big-time wrestling show. That will be recorded and then later on sold through their streaming service or um, on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> and fuck you, big-time wrestling. You never bring nothing that cool to fucking North Carolina. Like, the biggest we had one. was... We had like nasty boys and some stupid bullshit like that. As men are vendors. What is this? Um. But yeah, Tony Khan did dropping the ball with the Briscoes. Like, get them in there and get some of these matches. Hell yeah. Absolutely. So, ah, get it rolling, TK. Where the hell is? Why can't I find their damn website? Like the big time wrestling website I found is not the right website. I don't think they have a website. I think it's like under Facebook, Facebook page. Big time wrestling. Wrestling. I got it. Big time wrestling. It's uh, btwtickets.com. Is there? Uh, it's a uh, 31222 Webster, Mass. Hardy Boys. It's their first time teaming in three years. So they're taking on the winner of the Briscoes versus SAT. Uh, Jay Lethal is wrestling Dream Crusher Danny Miles. Who else is on the show? Bob Backlund supposed to be appearing. Hell yeah. You put a chicken wing on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> like he was an old man back in my day when he was fucking. Well, so this is Albany, New York, which is 313. So the next night they've got the Hardys. Um, taking on Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. That's a tag match I want to see too. Like this, damn impact! Come on, could have been trying to work on this one. Uh, well, it's Colin Delaney's wrestling. wrestling, and big time wrestling, and the Hardy Boys bring that shit to fucking North Carolina, man. Stop being stupid. I know, right? Damn. There's like no, yeah, so there's no other events here for that they have listed on here yet for this year. It was just those ones. There's a Legends of Wrestling. No, that's when was that? It was like 2015. Okay, never mind. Damn, y'all. A lot of cool stuff happening. And this is just like money that's being left on the table. Like you said, you have, eventually we'll have the Hardys in AEW. So take advantage of why you can. Hardy's versus the Briscoes. Hardy's versus FTR. Is Hardy's versus the Young Bucks again? Like you have so much stuff that we can do, and you're obviously willing to focus more on tag team wrestling than your competition is. I mean, I kind of want to see the Hardy's versus uh, a QT, and let's see, we'll do Aaron Solo. Shut the fuck up. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Ain't nobody want to see that. Nobody wants to see two T on their TV to begin with. Or none yeah, of those do, like because he's jack a cutie. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> what we need, what we need is, uh, what we need is the Viking Raiders versus Butcher and the Blade. Uh, I actually, I wouldn't one, mind seeing that. The ones Vince screwed up and the ones that Tony screwed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you might as well throw in the Ascension in there, too. I was going to say, yeah, the Ascension is more messed up, than at least in the Viking Raiders. Yeah, at least the Viking Raiders got a tag title run. Ascension didn't get shit. (laughs) Ascension got pulled up to the main roster and made a joke. And then just told to uh, make fun of, like, past tag teams to try to get over his heels, and nobody wanted to hear it. (laughs) Yep. Oh, awesome. Uh, what else you got here? So, yes, that was a big chunk of it. Tony Khan purchasing Ring of Honor. Uh, Supercard of Honor, it was announced there's going to be eight matches for the show. Uh, headlined by uh, Jonathan Gresham and Bandito to determine undisputed Ring of Honor champion. Uh, also said the Briscoes are signed to defend the ROH World Tag Team titles, as we talked about already. Um, they will be listening to fans to see... Well, this may change, though, too, since Tony Khan now owns Ring of Honor. So we'll see what actually happens. But prior to that announcement, the uh, head matchmaker for ROH said they're going to try to listen to fans as much as possible for the show and book the wrestlers and matchups that they wanted to see the most. Um, Big current event news. WWE terminates um, their partnership with the Russian broadcast. Um, team, I guess, that they were using um, to broadcast WWE in Russia, and they also blocked access to the WWE network. Mm-hmm. So that's going to end Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. Yep. They can't watch WWE anymore. They can't <laughs> watch they can't WWE. Watch. They can't buy Xboxes. Yep. Can't they do can't. anything. Oh. They can't. They can't fucking watch their favorite Nikolai Vokov and Nikita Koloff take on Sergeant Slaughter anyway. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, I I joke about that, but it is actually amazing to me to see that these companies um, are putting aside profit and everything else to try to dissuade or pers- you know kind of push things into perspective i guess yeah not sure what i'm trying to say but i, I mean to I, actually for them to take a stand be. against something like this that's happening um and eh, i mean it's, i guess it's better than a fucking porn but uh yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe I'll like say, uh hey <laughs> Maybe Hulk Hogan, maybe Hulk Hogan can do a, a poem. Uh, <laughs> if I was your brother, <laughs> brother. <laughs> oh, do y'all even know what I'm talking about? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that, I got that you. girl wrote a poem. That was like, "If I was your mother." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I was your mother. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I maybe we just need to have World War Three. And just have these guys settle it, you know, in the two cages. Yeah. <laughs> War games. <laughs> War games. Was it World War Three? Uh, was it three rings? Wasn't it? 
Huh? Or was, wasn't World War Three the oh, yeah. Things, the Battle yeah, Royale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Three yeah. Battle Royale. Yeah, Fall Brawl had war games. World War Three was like its own pay-per-view thing. So, oh, man. Yeah. But. All right. So, Control Your Narrative. The uh, promotion here for EC3 and Adam Shear, formerly Braun Strowman. Um, has announced that their TV deal, which isn't exactly a TV deal, uh, they will be broadcasting on Pro Wrestling TV, which is a new pro wrestling streaming app uh, that launches in April. Um, apparently, this app will have a ton of rest- independent wrestling content, um, talk shows, and a whole bunch of different things um, centered around professional wrestling. So kind of interesting to see how well that's going to take off. That's not like the name. I, I don't like it either. There's there's already um a streaming service available. It's some um, independent wrestling television. I know it's available on Roku. I'm not sure if it's if that app's available on anything else, but like there's that out there too. There's some free stuff on there and then some stuff you actually have to subscribe to, but but most yeah, of the stuff you can find on YouTube anyway. So I was saying control your narrative sounds like a fucking like MTV talk show in the nineties <laughs> or something. Yep. Yep. Control your narrative. Uh, awesome. That's pretty much all that I had in here for the news. I don't remember seeing anything else. Um, Cody? About Cody? Oh yeah, let's um Cody Rhodes. Um apparently from what you were telling us in our group chat that there's something about him being possibly booked for WrestleMania. So I don't know if the the article's true or not, but then I seen like two more articles pop up pop up from uh, a different source than that uh the last article. But it was saying that some uh, WWE WrestleMania documents was leaked, and it had as, Cody as booked they are for, every year. Yeah, it had Cody booked for WrestleMania. But they said that, but then nobody said what match it was or who he's versing or anything like that either. So, so that go that goes back to my thing where everyone's like we're quick to spoil anything that WWE does, but we'll protect everything that AEW does. Mm-hmm. But it could be it could be lies and maybe you know it was leaked by Tony Khan or somebody that it was happening and not a real yeah a real source or something you know I'll who tell knows? you man what what they need to do is like if they try to find out who's leaking this stuff they just need to start telling people a bunch of different shit and see what actually gets out there yeah and then uh, some people were saying that. Um, that Cody actually is signing with AEW and is going to, uh, you know, control Ring of Honor, which yeah. I don't know. Kind of stupid. Yeah, because there's been there's been reports of like talks between Cody and WWE like fizzling out. Yeah. Yep. That was last one. Yeah. Who knows at this point what is real and what's not real? Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see. Control your narrative. 
changes the name <laughs> to <laughs> a Rhodes Dynasty. And then, and then some people were saying that's the reason why Cody didn't sign with uh, um, AW is because he was trying to buy uh, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. And, and couldn't get the funds uh, with because he, you know, he didn't have the money outright to buy it. So yeah, have to get people to, I guess there was a um, there's a lot of people that were um, in the running for you know potential buyers for Ring of Honor. But uh, you know, Tony Khan probably said, "I give you forty million." Yeah, <laughs> well, I, heard, uh, I heard Carl was trying to buy a Ring of Honor. So yeah, probably, 20, yeah. 20 bucks and a picture of his butthole wasn't going to get him very far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to start an OnlyFans with Tony. I was going to start an OnlyFans with Tony. <laughs> 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 Alright, Tony. Oh, awesome. I really hope that Cody ends up back in AEW. That seems to be the best place where he fits. And I think him... Uh, maybe leaving the charge with the uh, Ring of Honor stuff would probably be the best thing to do. I don't, I don't know, man. I, uh, uh, I think, that, I think, that would I be think Cody's best work was in New Japan. Invasion. Invasion. Yeah, Cody's. I I would agree with that. Cody's best work being in New Japan. Yeah. Um, or even just like the stuff on Independence in general before he like signed with the Ring of Honor or signed with AEW, like because he was wrestling Kurt oh, Angle in a cage match and. So yeah. much good stuff out there that he did prior to that. Did they verse Albus at the yeah. first in the review? Yep. Because uh, I think he um did he beat Aldis for the title or Aldis beat him for the title? I can't remember, but it was like so that been both, actually. But yeah. Oh, all right. Well, before we get into six pack recap, you guys want to talk a little more about the uh 2K22 roster. Okay. Oh, Lord. Um, so we were talking before we started to record about this roster and how many, like, about half the roster has been released, like, from WWE. So a lot of these guys aren't even involved with WWE anymore. Jake the Snake Roberts is in here. Yeah. So, I mean, they're really milking that Legends contract that they got for him. He's had, what, like four action figures in the last year? Not even the last year, like the last six months now. And now he's back in a game while appearing on AEW TV with uh, Archer. <laughs> oh, man. This is insane. Carrying Cross, Keith Lee, just to name a few other ones that have been released off of here. Wow, million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. It actually looks like a really a pretty good roster for the game, even including like some of these release guys. Yeah, but, there's um, a couple pages of, like, missing. NXT guys on there. Yep, there's there's few people on here that are missing that should be in here, like Paige. Um, the Bella Twins. As much as I'm not a fan of them, but you think that they Where's would be your, in here too? What, what, list, what list are you using? Uh, the main uh, WWE2K.com they have the full roster listed on there. Oh, we got a WWE2K.com. 
I was happy to see uh, Santos Escobar's on that list. Yep. I saw him Raul Mendoza, but I didn't see Joaquin Wild. I may have just missed him. Yeah. Well, so is Walter on that list? I, I don't remember. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah Walter. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was. All right. So, guys, we just bought this game and we're sitting down and we're going to play it for the first time. On this roster, who are we picking in our triple threat match for the first time we play this game? Um, I got my pick. Me would be savage, like right off the bat. No. Oh yeah, we knew. No, I knew. <laughs> Who you going with? I'm gonna. I'm throwing out a wild card pick for you. I'm gonna pick. The bro of bros, Matt Riddle. Are you picking Matt Riddle? You know I'm going Hell with yeah. the Hell First yeah. No. No. Nah. Gotta nah. <laughs> Gotta pick wild cards. Pick wild cards. Yeah. You know, I wanna see the little birdies fly off into the crowd. Mm. Oh, I think I would I think I go I think I go with like an old school that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, and I'm going Papa Shango. Nice. That's awesome. Normally, when I get a new WWE game, I, I spend like two hours creating myself in the game. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Two hours is a lie. Usually, it turns into four hours. Garrett will probably beat it. <laughs> because he spent more time studying the game. He's had every uh, Yeah. The real, the real question is, is how long is how long does it take to be a DLC for Braun Breaker in the game? I wouldn't be surprised if he's already. I don't think he's on the list. I don't think so. But I'm sure he'll be a they, DLC. They release they release a DLC list yet? I don't think so. I don't know. They get they get all the like the the ver- the like different versions. So if you buy like the NWO version, you get. Yeah, six, you get six Hogan, Hall, Nash. Yeah. yeah. And then you can get the Rey Mysterio. And then you can get the um there's another pack. I forgot what it was. There's a uh, Undertaker Immortal pack that has oh, yeah, the Ministry yeah. of Darkness, uh the Phantom Mask Undertaker and Undertaker from the Boneyard match. Yeah. Thanks. Which Ministry of Darkness Undertaker has the highest overall at ninety three for the Undertakers. All right, Phantom Mask Undertaker is an eighty-eight. <laughs> I do like that there are some NX, uh, NXT UK people in there as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, even though they don't have the one that matters on there. Yeah, they don't have a uh, Dragon Off on here. Nope. Hopefully, he's in. Hopefully, he's one of the DLC. I hope so. That'd be awesome. Danny Burge. <laughs> I wonder why they put yeah, more I know. Canes. They should, like the Undertaker pack. They should put some more canes in there. So just that bullshit cane. Undertaker's cane. <laughs> yeah. From that one time. Oh man, that's awesome. All right, 
so that's pretty much the news for this week. I don't really have too much other stuff, so let's uh, pop some tots for that six-pack recap. All right, so this week, six-pack recap. Um, I did actually watch a little bit of Raw. Uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. It's probably like was the best match of the night. Was it a What's war? Up? It was. It was, it was good. Um, Finn Balor is actually your our, our new uh, U.S. champion. Yes, in that in the notes. I also kind of surprised on that one. Shit out of him afterwards. Yep. He should have no, been actually had a, <laughs> We actually had uh, two heel turns on that show too. Priest wasn't the only one. Yep. Um, but this was a uh, a great matchup between Priest and Balor. So it's definitely if you guys didn't check out Raw. Um, at least go back and watch that. And um, the uh, answer to Edge's open challenge for WrestleMania, which was answered by AJ Styles. And then uh, Edge uh, turned and beat the shit out of Styles and chair towed him a couple times. And Yeah. And there's going to be a live sex celebration at WrestleMania. <laughs> Between AJ Styles and Edge. Yep. <laughs> is it going to be on Saturday or Sunday? I don't know when this match is going to be. Yeah, I think this one would probably be like a match two. Oh, I mean, match, yep. night two. I would do it night two. Yep. Because I think um, Rousey and Charlotte. Sexy. I like it. I think Rousey and Charlotte was being talked about main eventing night one. Yeah. Well, you know who the main events are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lesnar and Roman are going to main event night two, obviously, because night two is like going to be your um, stacked night for WrestleMania as it's like. Oh, you mean, you mean it's not going to be night one and then night two? We have the match that everybody wanted to see Drew McIntyre versus Corbin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's, that's, Definitely the biggest main event in WrestleMania history. Happy Corbin <laughs> versus Drew McIntyre. Maybe Drew McIntyre can dump a Corbin on his head like he did Madcap Moss. <laughs> Just for no concussion protocols to be thrown into play. <laughs> Just so, but then he'll get tapped on the head with something, and then it'll be a concussion protocol. <laughs> yep. Oh man, that was so bad. You have uh, a piece of plexiglass him in the head. <laughs> oh man, that's so bad. Uh NWA this week. Uh the biggest thing I want to call out is the fixers. Um I the fixers are awesome. Like I, I just can't really say anything else. Uh, it was supposed to be it was a tag team match between OGK and the Fixers. It was supposed to be a no DQ match. Uh, Billy Corgan ended up turning it into a first round match for the Crockett Cup. Then it was contested under regular rules. Um, so the Fixers are emptying out all the weapons that they have in their ring attire. And the boss, was, uh, Jay Bradley, uh, pulls out a Barbie doll. What the hell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he had a Barbie tucked inside his ring gear. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> and then it's like um they're doing the introductions you know they introduce uh you know jay bradley and wrecking ball mcgursky and bradley gets a bite he's like it's the boss jay bradley and then wrecking ball has gets the mic and he's like and i'm wrecking ball and he's like yelling it into the microphone bradley looks at me he's like mcgursky we talked about this it's a microphone you don't have to yell everyone can hear you <laughs> oh but i thought like they ended up they ended up losing so i think og if i remember correctly ogk is going to advance into the uh crockett cup next round okay i was gonna ask garrett uh who his favorite uh barbie character was mm, i have no idea i heard he's a skipper fan yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude! <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Chris is making a pedophile, Garrett. He could have been, you know, the safety. Uh, man, Barbie's a bitch. So, like, she can't hold a job. She tries to do everything. Um, yeah. Just pick a career, Barbie. Pick one, mm. pick one, and stick with it. What do you teach my? What do you teach our, our daughters that they, they could just you know up and leave a job and go be an astronaut without going to school for this shit? Yep. Huh. I, mean, I don't want to run. I don't want to run know you could be an place anymore. I don't want hey, to run they are place anymore. I'm going to space. You know they are teaching them some other stuff too, though. Like what? Like you don't have to give up pussy. Like you don't have to give up pussy because you don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to take uh, a dick to skin to have one. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. AEW this week. My big call out for AEW is uh Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels. Aside from uh, Tony Khan's big news, but. It's good to see Christopher Daniels. I was yeah. psyched to see him back, though. Um, that was a hell of a good match, too. Uh, the other thing, too, MJF, we called it. MJF and Punk, total ploy, as he ended up uh, kicking Punk in the nuts. Yep. <laughs> so I think that's going to be a pretty good match. Um Question for you guys going into Revolution this weekend. Wardlow. Do we see a face turn during the Punk MJF match? Mm, Probably. Why? Because MJF slapped the shit out of him. Well, I mean, why do you need a fucking face turn? Because he's basically a face right now. Yep. But faces are... Face turns are stupid, especially in matches. <laughs> when is the last good face turn you've seen? Batista? Well, it's not, it's not going to be <laughs> in like a Wardlow match. So, but I mean, I think what's going to happen is, you know, the Pinnacle is going to come out and try to help MJF. But I think Wardlow is going to end up turning on, like, breaking away from the Pinnacle and MJF. Yeah, but that's, don't do it on the pay-per-view. That's a stupid thing you do. But yeah, Batista, Garrett, fucking... Was the greatest face turn in history when he cashed in his Royal Rumble 
I can take oh, on Triple H. The the thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> was that when he had um? No, that's when he had Orton on his shoulders. And uh, like Orton yeah. won the world title they and they're celebrating. Yeah. Yep, and they booted Orton out of Evolution, and then like a yeah. year later, yeah. the Triple uh, Batista did the same. Did the Triple H. Yeah. Oh man, good stuff. Yep. Uh, let's see, Garrett, you have some MLW action this week again. Yes, Carl and I watched Bandito surprise entrance in this match versus Matt Cross versus Myron Reed versus Tajiri for the middleweight championship. Carl. Oh, Matt Cross. I love me some Matt Cross. I'm dog 20. And to Jerry, man, looks like he fucking been drinking fucking baby blood or something. I don't know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's because he's missing his goatee or whatever. He's like, or whatever you call that little thing he had when he was in WWE. But he looked younger. Like, yeah. I was like, man, what happened? (laughs) I'll have to go back and check that out. That match was really good. I didn't. That sounds like it. You got Bandito, I, Matt Cross. I don't know Myron Reed. Yeah, I was going to say, but, I didn't know Myron you know, Reed. I know Bandito, Matt bad. Cross, and uh, Tajiri. Like, oh. Yeah, Myron Reed wasn't bad. He actually ended up picking up the win in this match and winning the middleweight title. Nice. Yeah, he was pretty good in it. Was that like a new champ? Who's the champion going into that? Tajiri. 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 Okay. Nice. Oh, I have to go back just to watch that for Tajiri. I love me some Tajiri. Mm-hmm. He hits a tarantula just for you. Nice. Was it? Did we get any green mist? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He spit it into Bandito's face. Ooh, nice. Spit it into the guy with a mask. Yep. <laughs> well, I guess it's the only one. The only thing that's not covered is the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bandana's mouth covered, right? Little bandana. No, he got bandana. that um that bandana over his mouth. Yeah, that's what I said. The mouth was covered. Yeah. yeah. I can add a uh, another match to this to make it six. What you got? I got the match I just finished watching. Christian versus Ethan Page. Last entry Ooh, sounds... to the face of the revolution ladder match. Oh nice. Tell me it's Ethan Page. It was not, it was Christian. Really? Yep. That's kind of. I love Christian. Like we we know this. This has been well established on the show. How big of a Christian fan I am. Um, but I kind of feel like that's kind of a missed opportunity not putting Ethan Page in that ladder match. Yeah. Because mm. like you look at this, the lineup for this matchup already, and it's a lot of younger, up and coming talent in AEW here. Um, aside like. Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and now Christian. So that's kind of um, I don't know. I I think I would rather had um Ethan Page in that match. Yeah, it just makes, well, makes is, more sense to me. Chris is also a big fan of his um too. He's not just a Christian. <laughs> I'm not just a Christian fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of the Quran. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, awesome! All right, well, let's get into um. We got two pay per views this weekend. We got AW Revolution on Sunday, 
and Impact Sacrifice on Saturday. Let's um, preview these cards here real quick. Let's start with, of course, Impact, uh, since that is Saturday night. Um, we making picks or no? Um, you guys want to make picks? We haven't done that in a while. We can. We don't have to. Okay. We can just have Garrett read it all. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we can do picks here. Um, let's start off with Impact No Surrender. Jay White taking on Alex Shelley, returning Alex Shelley. Been a while since he's been oh. in. Uh... Yeah, give, give, me, me give me King Switch. Carl, you say you're taking Jay White or Alex Shelley? Alex Shelley. Um, I think we're going with Garrett on this one. I'm going to take um, Jay White. All right. Uh, knockouts tag team championship match. I gotta say that Jay White out Shelly match kind of came out of nowhere because there's like no build for that at all. Even with like um, uh, what's his face, Chris Saban. There's like nothing built around that. But I guess it goes back to their like um feuds in Japan and stuff. Uh, inspiration defending the knockouts tag titles against the influence. Give me the inspirations. I don't know. I go with like who's hotter. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's. I was. I asked like this song popped in my head. So you give me meaning in my life. You're the inspiration. Someone to go with inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm saying uh, inspiration retains as well. I think Caleb is going to end up turning on the influence and helping the inspiration retain the titles. Caleb with a K. Caleb with a K. All he right, exhibition. He likes. He does. Uh, inspire. In, what? The <laughs> impact exhibition championship. Inspiration title. Taking on Jake something. Give me Trey McGill. I will also take Trey McGill. And I like me Dude, some Jake. You, me every, I like, you copied me every damn pick. I've liked me some Jake something, but I don't see it. Um, no, it's not true. Um, yeah, I don't see Jake something winning the X Division title. Oh, uh, I was wondering if that was going to happen or not. <laughs> Why is it trademarking me? <laughs> Because it can. I'm the chance to Jesus, baby. Woo! <laughs> it's funny because it's doing it just on that one and not on <laughs> the other team. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> we know what Damn it means. Google. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, all right. Rhino looking to get some revenge for um, Eddie Edwards. Or on Eddie Edwards for his dastardly deeds at um, No Surrender. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rhino. No, 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 I take it all back. 
I take it all back. Give me Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards. Take it all back. Take it all back. Take it all back. I pick Rhino so Carl doesn't think I'm cheating. Well, I'm going with Eddie Edwards on this one, too. Oh, I think Eddie Edwards is going to win, too. But if I say it, well, Chris then you there. pick who you think is Well, no. Carl no. thinks I'm fucking copying him. I can't do it. It's copying me, Garrett. He copies. We all know that who's winning this match. Heath. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Put some respect on his name. Oh, man. I think this is going to be... I think it's going to be a good match. I I like I, Heath. I'm I hope big, uh, Heath guy. fucking destroys him. But Moose, Moose is definitely retaining in this one. So. Yeah, I want Moose to retain. So, I think probably like... I know we're pretty much all in agreement that Moose is like one of the better world champions that's running right now. Oh yeah, the best, <laughs> the best that's running right there. The best. This is all. Yeah, I can <laughs> there you go. I can better than Brock and Roman. Yeah, he's definitely a little more. He's definitely more entertaining. I actually enjoy watching Impact and then like, oh shit, Moose is on. I mean, Brock has kind of grown on me with this cowboy thing, but <laughs> happy Brock. Other, I still, I'm still, I'm still like, I still like Moose better. Yeah. Oh, this match is gonna be good. Jonah versus PCO. Ooh. I'm gonna go with another song here and go. My name is Jonah. I'm going Jonah on this one too. Jonah has been on a tear. Um, mostly guys have been like, like, you know, jobber guys, with the exception of like Black Tarus and Mo Crazy Steve's kind of a jobber. But um, this is a minute, man. You're a fan of Weezer. <laughs> I, I do like Weezer. Weezer in the Old Testament. Ooh, Jonah. <laughs> Garrett, who are you taking for this one? I am taking uh, I'm taking Pierre. Pierre Carl Ule. Yes, I'm taking Pierre Carl Ule. All right. <laughs> Trademarked it again. Gotta love it. Okay. Impact Tag Team Championship, the Good Brothers defending against Violent by Design. Mm. Oh, Good Brothers, definitely. Yeah, Good Brothers, definitely. How long is their contract up with uh, with Impact? I don't know. Because I think they made them too. You think so? I think Impact gives them the freedom to work New Japan and all that too. Um, where I think if they jump to AEW, they won't have the, they won't be able to do that. I mean, the Hardy Boys are in big time wrestling. Yeah, but only one of them signed with AEW right now. Still, <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, Jay Lethal will be there. He signed with AEW. Yeah, but that's big time wrestling. That's still like US. Like, all right, I think. You think Tony Khan let the Good Brothers be in Japan? He opened the Forbidden Door. 
Come on now. He, he owns the forbidden door. Of course, so let people go. And then I own this forbidden door. Whatever they want. All right. But, uh, I'll give me Mount by this one. I'll, I'll be the oddball. All right. Go ahead and copy Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good brothers. <laughs> All right. And then the countdown to sacrifice match opening contest. Um, free for all type thing. Rich Swan and Willie Mack taking on OGK. Give me Rich Swan and Willie Mack. <laughs> Willie, I love Willie Mack. Mac Dude, I love Rich Swan and Willie Mack as a tag team. That's a I great tag team. So. It is as individuals and oh yeah. As wrestlers, and uh, I you know will what? be taking Copy and Carl. OGK on this one. Copy and Carl. A minute. Break it mm-hmm. down, dude. Awesome. All right, so we'll uh, we'll see where we end up on the picks for that one. Usually, we're pretty good on these. So let's see. All right, so let's talk some Revolution, which is gonna be Sunday nights. Um, I think the reason why Revolution is Sunday because Impact has her Saturday pay per view. Um, there's there's some matches missing. I'm saying more people will watch on um, Revolution than they will Impact, unfortunately. But you you got some matches missing on here. What's what's missing? You're 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 missing uh, um, QT versus uh, oh, I forgot his name. Uh, 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 Hope. Hook, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we already know who's it's on the pre-show. It's on the pre-show. Okay, this is pre-show. <laughs> so, Carl likes a oh. match with Hook in it. You don't oh, have to Carl. put it. I'm just kidding. We already you know who's going to win. So, <laughs> yeah, QT because he's a cutie. God <laughs> knows, man. Hook. All. <laughs> <laughs> Decided for you. You don't get a choice. <laughs> There's another match on the pre-show too that's not too bad. I think it's like a women's tag match. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> it's probably like Anna J and oh, because Tay Conti's wrestling uh, Jade Cargill. Garrett watches all the pre-shows. Hell yeah, man! Never know what might happen. Might be a more wardrobe malfunction and he sees. He sees some guy's penis on TV. Never yeah, knows. Garrett, not, <laughs> Garrett has about all. There's not, there's not any like current wrestler that Garrett doesn't know. And then they'll be like, oh, we have so-and-so on the pre-show. And Garrett's like, yeah, he used to wrestle at for Connecticut World Pro Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you had like two matches on YouTube. You didn't see it. <laughs> 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 Oh, awesome. <laughs> Who is that? Right. <laughs> All right, let's get this rolling here. We got Andrade El Idolo, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy, the H, the AHFO, 
taking on the team of Sammy Guevara, Sting, and Darby Allen. Well, I think that brother, well, he probably won't come back as that. I think Jeff Hardy gets involved in this match. I was thinking and, the same thing. I think um, Andrade and Isaiah Cassidy, and I think the probably uh, I think Quinn are going to end up jumping Matt Hardy after this match. I think Matt Hardy's going to end up taking the pin, or something's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think Matt Hardy picks the win, and I think uh, Jeff Hardy comes in as a heel. I, th- I say he attacks Sting uh, in the match and. Uh, they pick up the pinfall and sting. Interesting. I don't think the hard remember set up the TNA. You had the TNA uh, a turning point uh, angle. Yeah, turning point yeah. angle. Yeah, yeah party blame sting for all his problems. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that would happen though. Go Jeff, if, go Jeff, Hardy. Jeff Hardy shows up. He's showing up as a face because he's going to get the biggest pop in that building. Hero. Kill Jeff Hardy. We need it. Jeff Hardy ain't been a good heel since the new uh, Brood. Because he was the face. Because he was the face yeah. in the Matt Hardy Jeff Hardy team. Yeah, Matt new Hardy Brood was, was like yeah. New Brood was a heel team. Remember because the but even that yeah, the but even that was like Jeff Hardy's heel run in Impact. It wasn't even that great. I know. And that's why like, I said he ain't had a good heel run. I know, but even like the new brood, like didn't last that long either. Yeah, no, but it was a better heel than he's been in anything yeah. else. No, definitely. Having a um, freaking Michael PSAs come out there dressing those fucking um, hot topic pants with the mesh shirt with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that's Doc Hendricks. What's Doc Hendricks doing out here with the Hardy Boys? My God. <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah, I think um I think Sammy Sting and Darby are picking up the win on this one too. Uh no, come on, Jeff Hardy, texting, make it happen, I, be right. I'm telling you, if Jeff Hardy does debut, it's to uh to help Matt get uh right. save from a beat down from uh the rest of the AHFO. Uh, Carl, Carl, I'm taking uh, uh, LSD. I mean SSD. <laughs> See, Sammy Sting and Darby. Sammy Sting Darby. SSD. All right, well, Carl, see. who are you taking? <laughs> he's picking. He's picking. No, you're AM, taking um, AMI. Yeah, AHFO. AMI. Okay. A-A-H-F-O-N-J. <laughs> All right. This one I'm kind of looking forward to. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Woo! What happens with uh, P&P during this match? I don't know because I was very confused because they, during, I guess during uh, AEW this week, they like fist bumped Jericho during his promo about Eddie Kingston. So I was very confused. Yep. Chris, Jer- so. Chris Jericho will beat um, 
Eddie Kingston and how the, the finish will be. Uh, Eddie Kingston will be in the wall, Jericho, and pass out. I think uh, Kingston brings in Homicide and Hernandez. Oh, that would be awesome. Because <laughs> then we have a uh, kind of like the switch up here. Because uh, Impact, when they had the new LAX, it was Kingston, Santana Ortiz, and like somebody else. I can't remember. Things uh, Diamante were the new LAX. Um, Conan got in a feud with Kingston over some stuff about how he was running LAX. And then Conan brought in the OG LAX of Homicide and Hernandez to feud yeah. with uh, Kingston and PNP. Yeah. So fucking Chris is t- out Tennessee Jesus to Tennessee Jesus on that one. <laughs> yep. Sure did. Because you think it kind of makes sense? Like, at least the way I'm looking yes. at it. Yes, if PNP makes- realigns himself with Jericho, and then Kingston's like, "All right, I got you." It's like yeah. we're going, like, like going back. I'm going old school. Like, I'm got somebody, somebody, Hernandez. Somebody sign us to a fucking creative deal. You need to. We'll get your we'll get your fucking promotion up and running. You will have the best fucking show. But me, Chris, and Garrett book your shows. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Uh, even if it's just like people on the roster, like if I can't bring in Homicide and Hernandez, like yeah. Kingston well, still got people they can use book. on the roster. Yeah, we gotta check with what's on there. Well, we can use them like for like a like a month for a small we'll little. We'll bring feed. in the Briscoes. We'll the Briscoes to, to face Damn the straight. fucking hard. Goddamn, sign us. <laughs> Oh man, but I think um I think Jericho is actually gonna pick up the win in this match though. You think so? I think so. I think so. I think he I think he my thought was that he'll he'll put uh Eddie Kingston in the walls of Jericho and Eddie Kingston passed out. So he still has that respect of being the street guy, you know. Yeah. So we're all picking Jericho. Really, Garrett? You think Danielson is uh, going to tie with Moxley? You think it's going time limit? I think it's going time limit. No way. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised at that one because in that way, nobody yep. takes the L. Mm-hmm. To me, though, this match was a very missed opportunity with being like a first blood match. Well, they're talking about who's going to make poo bleed. Yeah. Just saying. That's definitely what it should have been. Not like whatever bullshit thing. That was just a straight up wrestling match, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Moxley, I think Moxley wins with uh, some kind of like he'll use a chair or something. I could see that happening as well. Oh, that's kind of a tough one because, like, do you? It could so go either way. 
Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go Danielson. I'm gonna play my my safe bet here. Okay. Because like I have a feeling they're gonna build Danielson back up. Uh, and obviously, they're gonna build Moxley back up too. But. So I said Moxley will win with like a chair, a chair shot yeah. or something, like some kind of like because he's like the guy that can do heelish stuff but be face, and it doesn't make Daniel Bryan look weak because he loses to like a a chair shot or something. Uh. And it makes Mike so like, oh, he's this badass rogue guy. Plus it plus it set it sets up my uh, prediction for the championship match. Yes. Okay. Uh Punk versus MJF. Dog collar match. Think I have to go see him, Punk. I think I go MJF. Well, Punk as well on that one, since they both actually have a loss on their record already. So, like, it's not going to hurt either one of them to take the L in this one. Mm. I think Punk takes the uh, takes the loss just to prove that he's not a. Mark like the WWE guys that he bitched about coming in and beating. I'll be good too. Yeah, I can see that too. I just I want Punk to win, so I'm gonna go Punk. <laughs> uh, uh all right. Face of the Revolution. Girl. What's up? I said Chris over here being a fan girl for Punk. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All Marcus right, face of the revolution. <laughs> uh, revolution ladder match, the future TNT championship match on the line. We've got Keith Lee taking on Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and Christian. Uh, looks like Garrett's got Keith Lee on this one. I do. It's usually, usually these matches are won by like the newest person in the company. Yep. And it's not gonna be um, Keithley. It's gonna be the Tennessee Jesus. Carl it's, gonna be, it's gonna be Christian. You think so? Yeah, I think Christian. I think they're gonna give him one little less push before he retires. Uh I'm trying to think of um because it's TNT title, so they'd be going up against Sammy Guevara. Yep. Who are they going to put in this match against Sammy that's going to give them the best match possible? I don't think they're doing best match possible. I think they're giving Christian... Now, I don't think he'll win the title off of uh, Sammy Guevara, but I think they give him like a title match, you know, yeah. as one of his last matches before he retires because there's no way he can compete with the roster they have now. Um, Honestly, I think Wardlow is taking the win on this one. Oh, you're wrong, Chris. Uh, I think this is going to be the start of uh, Wardlow's uh, push away from MJF. Nobody's taking Ricky Starks? No, nah, he's I got would, title. Yeah, he's got a bullshit title. <laughs> Just kidding. So, I, 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 Ricky Starks uh, versus Sammy Guevara, yeah. like They put on a hell of a match. 
But I think, like I said, I think Wardlow, I think this is the start of Wardlow being broken away from MJF. You know, Garrett would probably break out the Shea Butter if uh, Ricky Starks and (laughs) Seven Guevara. Hell yes, I would. (laughs) 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 Wouldn't be a wrinkle in this fucking dick. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. Awesome. Carl, who you got in this match? You said Christian, right? Yeah, I said Christian. <laughs> Sister Christian, now the time has come. The hell, man. All right, so that was the ladder match. Jade Cargill defending the, the hose. Championship, the TBS title against uh, take the hose, hose because the font it looks like it says hose on it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think Jade is gonna retain. I, I think so too. Like they've been building her up for something, something bigger. I think eventually she's gonna be toe to toe with Baker for the TN, the actual women's championship. The actual one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the TNT title. title is not like the main women's title. That's you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the TNT title. They won't out. They out and compare vaginas. Uh, Carl, who you got? Um, I don't know. Um, give me Cargill, I guess. Okay, I was gonna say Carl, who's got the nicest ass? Cargill (laughs) or Conti? Let's go with that one. (laughs) All right. Uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship match Jurassic Express defending against Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. It's like uh, Carl's taking, or not Carl, Garrett's taking the Red Dragon. I am. Chasing that dragon. Chasing the dragon. And I say, Puff the Magic Dragon sailed in the sea. And frolicked in the autumn mist in the land called Hanalee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so Carl's taking Red Dragon. I'm going with the Bucks. I just don't see uh, Jurassic Express retaining after this match or this matchup. Ah, uh, they retain. <laughs> All right, uh, AW Women's Championship. Brett Baker defending it against Thunder Rosa. There we go. Thunder who Rosa. Should, Thunder who Rosa. should win or who win? <laughs> we know who should win. We also know who's going to win. I'm going with who should be winning. <laughs> That's Thunder Rosa. 
I'm going to go with who's going to win, hoping I jinx myself and Tony Khan <laughs> ain't too predictable and go with Britt Baker. All right. And finally, AEW World Championship match. Hangman Adam Page, Adam Page versus Adam Cole, baby. I'm having a hard time with this. Me too. Adam Cole win- Adam Cole wins, and that's why Moxley's winning. That way you get Moxley, Adam Cole. A face and heel. <sighs> I I have I yeah. I'm with that. I've been like trying to say to myself, how is Adam Page going to win this match? And I just can't do it. Because how much better does it sound that Red Dragon wins the tag titles, Adam Cole wins the AEW World Championship, and they all have the gold like they have always had? Yep. And then Kenny Omega comes back with the Young Bucks and they feud together gonna happen yeah it's definitely gonna happen <laughs> there, there's no way there's no getting around that one at all because omega's yeah. gonna be like what the fuck you've been trying to do while i've been gone yeah like, omega's coming back as a face i kind of assume that yeah i think the yeah. uh the bucks are eventually gonna turn so. yeah yep i think face the bucks are gonna turn exactly. face i think so yep. I think it's gonna be the Bucks. Well, that's the and thing, Omega though. And- well, you, yeah, you have Hill, you have Hill, Jeff Hardy, and then there you go, Hill Hardy's versus the. the thing, <laughs> this this is the thing. The Bucks have never been faced. Like even if they are a face, like like even in a match where they're getting cheered, they never do stuff that a typical like that you would expect a a face team to do like they always did heel stuff. They continue to work as heels, but they can, but, but yeah, they I mean, but they were too. like, but they're like DX. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, oh, I know. I'm just saying like, cause they've never actually been like full on baby face. Yeah, I know, but they were mm-hmm. face. Like right. all elite books her face. In like this last match, uh, I'm picking QT. <laughs> no, you're not. Shut up. It's already been decided. <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face without laughing. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Good stuff. All right. So that's going to wrap up the six pack recap and the uh, uh, previews and picks for AW Revolution on Sunday and Impact No Surrender on Saturday. So let's um, go ahead and stalk the toy owls. See what we can add for the collection. All right. Not a lot compared to uh, the last couple weeks here as Toy Fair had winded down. Um, We did get a few more uh, Ninja Turtle announcements, but we are expecting some AEW figure drops uh, this weekend um, as we record on Friday night. So probably Saturday morning. Our Sunday morning, actually, one of those two days with Revolution coming up this weekend. Um, so I'm sure we'll probably see the prototypes for the new CM Punk figure and a couple other ones that are out there. Um, I know when that Punk figure goes up for pre-order, I will definitely be pre-ordering that because that's going to be a bitch to find in the stores. Awesome. Uh, Super 7 announcer Wave 7 of Ninja Turtles Ultimates. We're getting a robotic Bebop. Uh, Metalhead Michelangelo, 
punk rock Donatello. For some reason, I put pink rock Donatello in the notes. <laughs> gorilla, gorilla. Um, so gorilla, like gorilla warfare and gorilla, like animal gorilla, um, which we all thought was Sergeant Bananas, but it's definitely not Sergeant Bananas. And then the Triceraton will all be being released wave seven for the next Ninja Turtle set. And then NECA uh, apparently has come out that we're getting a glow in the dark Muckman and Joe eyeball figure, um, which of course will be a target exclusive since it's based off the animated Turtles line, at least the Muckman and Joe eyeball, not the glow in the dark one. Um, yeah, so that's it for, for the collection news. It's a pretty late week this week. So let's um head on over to uh or anything goes chat and let's go no holds bar. It's no holds barred. No you guys got for no holds barred this week. I got nothing. You got nothing? Who you who you like uh in uh college basketball? Ooh. I don't know. I haven't really watched a lot of college basketball. Honestly, the only thing I watch, only team I've watched college basketball is Illinois. So that, that's that's all I. Illinois, dude, that's such a damn geared answer. Fucking Illinois. Only basketball I watch is fucking Illinois. Well, um, this dude lives in fucking North Carolina, works he, in goddamn Chapel Hill, and all I seen was Illinois. It's like my yeah. Team. Well, I've watched. Um, well, I, I've watched some UNC. That that's about it, though. That can't okay. be. Yeah, yeah you've watched some. You've watched some UNC walk by your store. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, like one of the players shops in the store. I haven't seen him in a while. Dude, that's all I'm talking about. Uh, I think Auburn. I think Auburn will pull it off this year. Think so. Yeah. I'll make my bracket, and we can talk about that when we make them. Okay. You can do that. Got a little bit of time for that, but we'll do it. Uh, I don't really have nothing else. I can't think of nothing. Outside of, I'm definitely going to go see this Batman movie that uh, Chris refuses to go see. I'm refusing to go see it because they took like because they took my favorite villain in the Riddler and made him look like shit. It looks like a fucking burn victim. Well, eh, I mean he cracked up. Come on, cracked up can, fucking bandages. I mean, then don't then don't watch a ten out of ten movie. Then uh, has there ever has there ever been a bad Batman movie? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Batman and Robin. But okay, no, they're all good. <laughs> Excuse you. They're all good. Everyone. I like Batman and Robin. I, I, Even I the ones where George Clooney are good. So Batman and Robin it. is a guilty pleasure. I still say um, I, I like Batman and Robin. I'm not like Batman Begins is like low on my list. Whoa. Like it wasn't. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it's low on the Batman list, but is it low on the list of like actual movies? Uh, low on the Batman list. Yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah. Like if I decided I want to sit down and watch the Nolan trilogy, yes, I would start with Batman Begins. So 
But I mean, if it was on TV, like if I was flipping through the channels on board, yeah, I'll watch Batman Begins. But I'm not going like, to actively seek it out just because I want to watch a movie. Like, I'd rather, like, if I'm watching Batman, like, my go-to is the 89 Batman movie. I like 89 Batman movie, but I like the Batman Returns, man. Um, I do, like, those, that one, and the first Batman and movie, we were, like, Dark, my one and Dark two. Knight. I, I, nah, I'll probably go Returns, and then I'll probably go Dark Knight, and then go Batman 1989. And then I do I'll enjoy probably the, go... Uh, the 66 Batman movie, too. Yeah, I like yeah, the 1966, <laughs> yeah. I like that Batman. It's, a, it's just uh, that whole scene with Batman with that giant-ass bomb running around trying to get rid of have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the 1943 Batman? I have not. It used I to think be it's on, on YouTube. I, don't know. I think it's on I HBO Max. They put a lot of the Batman stuff on there. Oh, man. Yeah, Batman movie is like, they're gonna be hard to rank because unless you're just doing live action, but you also you gotta throw in like some of those animated ones too. Oh. Yep. Like you'd have to like separate it strictly like live action and animated. Yeah, uh Batman nineteen forty three uh is on YouTube. Nice, I'll have to look that one. look for that one. Um, but if we're like ranking every Batman movie, Mask of the Phantasm is like number one. Oh, the cartoon. Yeah, that, yeah that's that my number pretty, one. So that's that was pretty good. I I still like the live action ones better. This is I'm a, a dork, but I do enjoy the cartoon uh, movie. System. Well, that was um the '89 Batman movie was my first exposure to Batman. Like I never too. heard never heard of Batman until like my cousin rented it on VHS and I was watching it. I was like, "Whoa, this is awesome." And then I started finding the uh, the reruns. What, the what's a VHS, man? <laughs> yeah, I mean that '89. You know, that was I was three years old, and then uh, I mean that's probably where I. I mean, I remember watching that movie all the time. '89. I was negative five. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the uh, Batman Returns was a big. Big movie. I Batman. I do Batman love Batman and Robin. Returns. Yeah. Batman Forever was a big, uh, big deal for me. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I like Jim Carrey as a Riddler. Jim Carrey was probably one of the best casting choices for a Batman movie outside of um Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, like I. I'd watch a Batman movie over a Marvel movie any day. It doesn't matter the movie. Come on. Civil War. Or who's playing Batman. Huh? I said, or who's playing Batman. Or who's playing Batman. I don't care. Like, I will watch. If you sit down like, hey, you want to watch Batman and Robin? Or fucking... Captain American Civil War, I'd be like, oh, let's watch uh, Batman and Robin. Yep, and then drink some soda out of your Batman and Robin um, glasses from McDonald's. Hey, that was yeah. forever. That was Batman, Batman forever. forever. That's right. I think, did they do Batman and Robin ones too? 
Or I think just Batman Forever had Robin. No, I, I think I think uh, they did do because I want to say I remember Mister Freeze Glass or my hallucinating it. No, I think I think they did do Batman and Robin. I think they did it for both movies. Well, no, I, they had the uh, the the popsicle maker. Remember for like the it was like the Batman and Robin, Mister um, Freeze like ice uh, popsicle makers where like, we put pour the Kool Aid in there and freeze it in the freezer. Uh no. You know what I'm talking about, or am I? Is that like one of those Mandela effects? <laughs> And also, I remember me and my cousin Ricky getting those in like a Happy Meal or something. Or it maybe it wasn't something else, but uh, it was like uh, Batman popsicle things. And uh, you made, you know, popsicles with some Kool-Aid. Just make them at my Aunt Betty's house. Well, I know they have like the, the Kool-Aid things, that, like the popsicle things that had the stick in there already. And you just like put whatever you want in there and throw it in the freezer. Yeah, it was like a little, it's just like a little plastic thing with like a little like Batman and Robin stick, and then you freeze it. And I might yeah. just be hallucinating, but I thought, I mean, uh, Batman popsicle ice pop sticks molds maker came out in 97. These are all Batman. 97, that would have been Batman and Robin, right? Or is that forever? I think it was forever. Maybe. Yeah, but these are all Batman. Like, the handle's all Batman. How, how, how did you get them, though? Would it say it was like a... Uh, it doesn't say. Then there's like like vintage like Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman ones. Yeah, no, these are uh, yeah. these are ones that were like Batman, uh, like Mister Freeze. Uh, yeah, that's the only one I've found was those ones. Uh, where's Uh, the glasses were just Batman Forever. Yeah, those are McDonald's. You get, eight, you get like a quarter pounder or something like that. And <clears throat> yeah, you got the glasses like, like a dollar. Yeah, something like that. I had I had those. Those are like fucking fine china. <laughs> it's like the the jelly jars with the cartoon characters on them. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we drink out of those for real. <laughs> yep. Garrett don't know how. Garrett don't know how it, he's always had glasses. He never knows about drinking out fucking jelly jars. <laughs> I remember my uh, my granny like you know like big ass pickle jars. Yeah, that like pickles come in. Like she made like sweet tea, and that was like her picture with like that she made tea and was a like big ass pickle jars of tea. It's like damn, do I not buy glasses back in the day? Yeah, we get those. We get the jelly with like the the Hanna Barbera cartoons on it. To so be freaking like drinking out of a jelly jar that had Tom and Jerry on it. 
<laughs> yeah, we had like Tom and Jerry, and there were like some uh, Winnie Tune ones. Yeah, we had my granny had them was like that, and like Taco Bell cups and McDonald cups, <laughs> like the King oh uh, Super Size cups. You know, talking about the plastic ones. Yep, <laughs> that was like what you drink out of. So Tupperware, you had fucking uh, uh, butter churns. <laughs> So we you can get a set of four of the Batman Forever glasses on Macari for forty four dollars. Oh man, I almost wouldn't pay that, but no. I think these have gone up because the last time I looked at these, they're like twenty five bucks for a set of four. I I bet because I know my cousin Ricky had a set, and his uh, my aunt Betty always kept up with stuff like that, so she might have a set still in her cabinet. I I had, I had the entire set of these. I remember, because like Batman Forever, I was like super excited about when this movie came out. Um, I even had a movie poster on my wall. Uh, It was a character poster of uh, Doctor Chase Meridian. Yeah. And then I had like the regular poster that had all the the characters on it. Yeah, I remember one time too. uh, My cousin, uh, my cousin Ricky, his sister Beth, she uh, was a big. uh, Batman fan too. I remember one time me and her was like, uh, we had this like, like little competition between ourselves where we was drawing like new costumes and stuff like the Riddler and Batman and Robin. <laughs> I like color and them with color pencils and stuff, trying to outdo each other. <laughs> oh, awesome! Oh, good stuff. Yeah, I think one of these times, one of these weeks, we're actually gonna have to sit down and rank the uh, the Batman movies. Like the live action. Yeah. Nah, yeah, we'd be cool. arguing. It'd be like a three hour podcast just arguing about yeah, it. Yeah, like, I've never seen any of them. <laughs> There's Batman movies before Batman Begins. <laughs> That's the first one. It's literally Batman Begins. Oh, Batman yeah. versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. I can, tell, All right, you, let's, I can uh, tell you my favorite line from the movie that my dad would tell you. Have you ever danced my, with my a dad? My dad's favorite white? line from any Batman movie is Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big bad bat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Awesome. All right, let's get into the vintage throwdown for this week. Uh, vintage throwdown this week. We are it's Women's History Month, so we're kind of we're gonna just like Black History Month. We're gonna kind of bring you some uh, big matches in women's history, and this one is the Intercontinental Championship match: China versus Jeff Jarrett. So China becoming the first woman to hold the Intercontinental Championship. This wasn't the good housekeeping match, was it? <laughs> <laughs> was that, that was like their? That wasn't, wasn't that their second. What's that? I said it didn't sound like it was the. the yeah, it must have been exactly your answer. Because they had the Intercontinental Championship match, and then they had like the Good Housekeeping match, which is like before, like the night before Jarrett showed up on WCW TV. Like he literally like walked out after that match. 
No, but I think that I think that was the match where she won the IC title though. Oh, good stuff. But uh, yeah, that's our uh, recommendation: China versus Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> you got like China though. She was. Yeah, China was uh, definitely a pioneer and a trailblazer. Um, Especially because she didn't have any good. She didn't have too many good women to wrestle. Yeah. I mean, what were her options? Like Sable, um, Stephanie McMahon, Miss Kitty. <laughs> Elena. So, I mean, there there was nothing. So, like, she did what she could and still made an impact where a lot of people, including, you know, Beth Phoenix, uh, were inspired by her to um, continue to chase her dreams of being a professional wrestler. So. I had her Playboy. Uh, Living in it. Oh man. I I do believe it. So that's that's like a definite. Like we believe you on that one. <laughs> uh, but China was an awesome person. Like uh, I know I've told the story before how we met her um at one of the conventions down here. So um you can go back to archives for that one. But yeah, China was pretty awesome. So very nice. Very nice, very appreciative of her fans. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for this week. Some shout outs here. So if you're looking for more awesome wrestling and figure related podcasts, check out our friends over at the fig cave with Phil Gentile to get a different experience chats with different collectors, store owners, and people in the toy industry, uh, dropping your top, top five favorite figures, uh, what it's like running a toy store or what it takes to make a figure. So cool stuff with that. The running podcast with our friends, Tommy and DJ, uh, join them as they recap the week kind of like we do different perspective different opinion on things always cool to hear what other people think about you know some of the same things that you do um, a lot of times we kind of have similar opinions on stuff so it's kind of cool just to, to listen to them see if they got some, a different take on something um, so they'll recap all that stuff and you can join the your Patreon uh, for as little as a dollar a month to get it exclusive access to the Fig Cave Facebook group and check out the call up with Kenny um, as he live streams his uh, reactions to WWE and AEW's weekly shows, pay-per-views and make sure to subscribe to the call up on YouTube for some awesome interviews that you're not going to find anywhere else uh, and if you're a fan of the show and you want to support us but not sure how, easiest way to do that is to follow us on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod Instagram, WrestleGettingPod with two Ds and for the underscore collection um, on Instagram as well. Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod with one D and on our TikTok at WrestleGettingPod with two Ds. Um, there will be a new unboxing video dropping on YouTube. Um, so check that out as well. That should be dropping Sunday morning, probably around 11. Um, I believe is when I have that scheduled to go live. So definitely check that out. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a five-star rating. Doing that helps us expose ourselves more in the searches. And another way you can support us is by heading over to redbubble.com slash people slash pod and buy some of our sweet-ass merchandise. All right. So theme of the week this week, we left it up to you guys out in the Twitterverse. Uh, we put up a poll to see which one of the Four horse women 
has the best current theme. And believe it or not, it was kind of touch and go there. Um, Sasha and Becky were tied right up till I think right before the poll closed. I checked it like 10 minutes left and then boom, Sasha uh, took the win on that one after the poll had closed. All right, ready to Sasha. Sasha Banks, the best current theme of the four horsewomen. I think um, Charlotte and Bailey had like one vote each. <laughs> I thought maybe Bailey would have got a little bit more. But yeah. yeah. Charlotte's like disco Rick play. Pretty much. You know, her, her theme's probably the worst out of the four. Becky's is like a close second. Like she needs a change her theme. Especially the whole like big time Bex thing, kind of definitely a different entrance thing. Uh, awesome. All right, well that's gonna do it for us this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking us out again, spending a little bit of time with us. Um, as always, I'm Chris the Heat Matthews, and for Gary G Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland, this is episode 132 of the Wrestle Gun Podcast. Thank you guys, and we'll chat with you all next week. Later, Marks. And I'm still free, Mason. <laughs> and Garrett's free balling. And I'm free, free balling in my nightgown. Yeah. So fresh, y'all. Snoop Dogg with Sasha Banks. We're the best, y'all. Make way for the new. What it do? And if you went away, let me say she coming for you. Bands up, hands up in the air. When I say hell, you say yeah. Hell. Hell. S-A-S-H-A. How you do that, damn?